it's my life, so I walk the line, yeah. I got to give everything I can for this. No ifs or buts, honey, I would die for this. Need it more than my next breath, yeah. You know that I'm totally obsessed with it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Flow Power Podcast. Uh, it's great to be here again. Hey, I'm Matty. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. Not as good as the weather, unfortunately. Um, struggling to get going today. Really hurting. I'm living off coffee these past couple of days from the rain, eh? Yeah, I'm living off. Just want to yeah. curl up into a ball and snuggle. Some this, <laughs> is this is number four for the day. Shout yeah. out to Maccas. <laughs> Shout out to Maccas. Yeah, no, nah, it's good. It's all right. New job today, so I started well. Something a bit different, but um, yeah, That's definitely. Good, so tell tell us about that. Like, what have you moved out from? Yeah, and so you moved into. Yeah, so I went from my whole life. I've always been in the trade. So I was left school as an electrician apprentice, um, and then moved into audiovisual. I uh, worked for a local audiovisual company, so like home theatres and you know like home automation and theatres and speakers and all that shit. So Did you enjoy doing that? Yeah, I loved it. Good work, really good work. I liked doing it. It was something different, and then got offered the opportunity to where I am now, so doing in sales position for electrical. Shit, I hadn't raised the yeah. opportunity. <laughs> so you got me, yeah, that was you, you got me that um opportunity, and yeah, it's good, it's different, it's definitely, um you know, used to wearing a tool belt and waking up at six o'clock, and I woke up at quarter past eight, and got brand new boots and chinos, and got suit shirts on, and yeah. but no, it's good, it's a mad change, so. How do you, how do you feel that it plays a, a role in the, on the mindset? Like, what do you... Definitely more of a... Oh, I feel like, like I said to you this morning, I feel more mature straight away. Like, I feel like I have to be, you know, like going from electrical to AV was a difference as well because electrical, I was on site. You know, you go on site when it's still that rough in stage. You don't talk to supervisors, other trades. So it's more that blokey type feel going into more of a commercial, like with the audio visual going into more that commercial, you kind of adapt with homes and, you know. Soft hands. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, just yeah. a little bit more softer and mature. Like I worked, we did worked for Canon. Um, which is in the city, which is a big one. So you're dealing with like corporate people, you know, so you've got to be able to adapt that trade with that and then going into full-time sales is all people, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't touch any tools anymore. So, yeah. but yeah, no, it's good. It's definitely... You're, you're a people person, aren't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Get a couple of beers love, in love me it, and I'll talk it. to everyone. Yeah, well, I am. I'm definitely, can't definitely shut. a talker. You can't yeah. shut me up. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, like it's good. It's, it's definitely good. Like, it's just learning the backgrounds of it. Obviously, there's a lot to sales to know, but it's definitely, it's good. I'm excited and it's going to be good for me and for us as a company no, progressing good, forward. So, I'm proud of you. Thanks, mate. Congrats, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. Um, no, pretty good. In terms of like anyone wondering, so how it came about. So, I obviously moved into the soft space, as you know. Yep. Um, and as we've spoken about before, but the guy, so it's an office inside of a bigger complex, which we're sitting in. And, um, yeah, basically, Pat upstairs just said to me, hey, mate, like, do you have any mate who an electrician who is looking to get off the tools and into sales? And I know that we both are massive influences of Kerwin Ray and, and all yep. Gary Vee and stuff like that and Jordan Belford and all that. Wha- yeah, oh, oh, shit. Let's go. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, but s- yeah, as soon as I gave you the call and you were very open to it, you came in, had a chat with Pat and yeah, things well. just played out. But that's the thing, like, and, and looking back at Flow as well, like, that's... It's kind of the things we're inspired to do with and and help people with as well. Like, obviously, we're not psychologists or stuff like that. We're just mm. speaking on behalf of what we've experienced. Experience, but that's right, yeah. Like, this whole process, starting flow, like, we were mates in high school, but we, we hang out in different friend groups and stuff. He's so taller than you, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> no, but that's it. Like, yeah. yeah and then it's kind of just, it's essentially flowed into like life, life's just taken the, its own path, kind of mm. thing, and it's led to better things. Yeah. So, yeah, well, well. like as I said, I'm really proud of like the things that you've done already. Like, only today was your first day, but it's just 
awesome just to every time I see you, bro. It just feels like you're growing five nah, years at a time. I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. th- thanks, Dad. But no, nah. nah, it's good. It's it's mad. Like that's it. And like we spoke on, you know, touched on the last podcast. You know, mm. from a business perspective, like I went from you know meat pies and coffee every morning, and you know, like that trade to deal, just coffee, just rough <laughs> as guts. And now it's yeah. you know really starting to get in that mature type, hopefully corporate setting, like little merkin into it. And you've like you've been a massive influence on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. So thanks, mate. I appreciate it. But yeah, like it's it's I'm so excited and just more personal development you know like i loved i loved being on the tools it's gonna feel weird not wearing a tool belt every day and unloading a van you know like yeah. I, I liked that feel but it's just time you know it's time to not grow up but just move on and driving a little sedan around yeah yeah shout out to the 2004 astra <laughs> two and a half grand what a bargain yeah but nah good little rig so i picked that picked her up yesterday cash drift machine nah i tried doesn't work <laughs> it's front wheel drive so me and Griffey went and got that yesterday. It was good what, fun. What's the excuse, is it? <laughs> Douglas Park Drive and Mac and 110. Yeah. That was good. But no, nah, that was good. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be different. Like my old man said, he goes, you got no dramas talking. So I've got that covered. It's just learning the ins yeah. and outs and the psychology of it. I think you can drink on site, by the way. Like drink on site, yeah. <laughs> oh, like shouldn't be talking with bees. Walking from house to house. Six pack, <laughs> long neck. Um, um, my name is Matt and I'm just um, here to have a conversation. I was putting a shot of beer. scotch in this or something. Yeah. That'll do. I'm not an alcoholic for everyone listening. You make me sound <laughs> like I'm a fucking alcoholic. Yeah, you're the only, one. Only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Monday to Friday, body's a temple. What is a temple? <coughs> it's a temple of doom. Fuck, I'll tell you, I saw a um, bit of a weird conversation to lead into off the word temple, but I was looking at a photo of an old iPhone the other day. Like s- someone on TikTok, there was like an old iPhone and that was drawn on an iPad and they were raising like new app images mm. into like the old app so like the old instagram logo like they'd raise it and the old instagram logo would be oh, there, yeah, the old yeah. safari that kind of thing and then they done it on the game it was like temple run and i was like Fuck oh yeah me. that like, was massive eh? yeah that, that was huge what was it that flappy bird candy crush yeah that's still big my mum still Sub- plays subway that. surfers and that oh yeah yeah balloons tower defense oh, that? Yeah. that was computer was but yeah throwback in the library at school yeah i was th- well, thinking about that the other day we we're talking about because heaps of the boys, obviously, gaming still massive, like, with our mates and with anyone playing. But I was never a gamer. Like, I think I had, like, PS2 at Gran Turismo. Oh, yeah. Had Need for Speed Underground, like yeah. everyone did, most wanted. Bro, Gran Turismo was the shit. It yeah. Was, I remember, it was I remember the first game. one, my old man had a PS1. The Gran Turismo 1, the graphics were terrible, but... I still remember that, and now they're like, what? They're Grand Turismo ten, I think it was the last one. Probably I don't more. Know. Like yeah, I think it's it's is it only the Xbox. I don't know if it's only the Xbox now, but yeah, yeah. No. I've I've kind of um eased off the PS4 a little bit. Well, my last but one was Guitar Hero, yeah. and then I went from that into, I think doing touring with uh, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I went in from yeah. that into like a pawn shop type. Dad bought me an electric guitar and like a little PV amp, oh, yeah. and got that like a combo, and then from from that and into my Gibson SG like two years ago yeah. so that was madder than you me and you playing <laughs> since we were young <laughs> you teaching me I'm teaching you yeah that's it so, yeah. well you came over that one time when we were like 14 or 15 maybe and you're like you were the king at it I was learning no look I'm, I'm not even like good at playing yeah, you, you were writing songs and shit yeah, yeah you're not good you just got yeah. lucky <laughs> <laughs> nah but yeah you were right and I remember I came over and I was like still learning because I was fucked took me ages I taught myself and it took me like two years and then I remember Mitch Richards bought a guitar and what took me two years to learn, I showed him in like a week and he's fuck he's better than me now. He's can play like Ocean and he's got a twelve string and yeah, no. he's real good. So Ocean's a gun song, bro. Shout yeah. out John Butler Trey. He's <laughs> the my, king. Uh, the king. Him and like Xavier Ride there all. Alright, I've got a question for you. Right. So it's kinda we're just letting this conversation conversation yeah, just kinda talk, talk, talk talking shit, but path, s- but stay with us. Yeah. Um 
You're stuck on an island, right? Talking about old iPods and stuff. The iPod Nano. I'll give you an iPod Nano. Throw you on an island. No way to escape or whatever. If there's one song on that shuffle or iPod Nano, what's the song? Fuck. You have to listen to that song for the rest of your fucking life. Infinite Nano Charge doesn't run out. One song. Uh, this Depends is, this on is, That's hard because... This is pre-Apple fucking everyone over with their batteries. So before... This is hard because... When people ask me who's, because like I've such, so anyone who knows me, I've such a broad range of music. Like my old man's showing me shit from like the fifties, and then I know shit like heavy metal now and stuff. So I've like I've literally got like four and a half thousand songs on my phone. So I don't have a favorite band. I have probably a favorite band per genre or per era or something like that. So to pick one song is fucking hard. But one song that I've been, me and the missus have been right onto it. And I Susan heard it. Boyle <laughs> got me. <laughs> no, it's um. It's actually Xavier Rudd and it's No Woman No Cry live in the Netherlands. For anyone listening, there's a piano solo in that that gives me goosebumps every time. It's a very soft, feel-good song, but if it's not that, it'll be Waves by Kanye Mm. and Sea Breeze. That's that's a feel-good too. But yeah, what about, um, yeah, Follow the Sun is one of those songs where you just, no matter what mood you're in, yeah, no matter what mood you're in. There's headbangers and there's foot tappers Mm. and that's a foot tapper. Um, What's that song I was listening listening to at the pub the other night with the accountant? Oh, accidentally in love. The Shrek two. Oh, tune, yeah. Tune. Is that Counting, Counting Crows? Counting Crows. Yeah, yeah. hard. Oh, what's the other song they got? Um, uh, Mr. Jones. Mm. Mr. That's a mad song. Yeah. But yeah, they're not Shout but, out Shrek two. But then I've so got. <laughs> but then if I'm angry and I'm on that island, I'm listening to something like Dark Days or Cold Day in Hell by Parkway, Horizon, Parkway Drive. Yeah. yeah, Parkway Drive by Cold Day in Hell. That's yeah. one of my favorite songs. So yeah, it starts. But I don't know. That's a weird question. But Harry Styles. Watermelon sugar. Oh, you vibe that, eh? Oh, he, I vibe him. He's a king. Yeah. He's a king. Uh, it's pretty... Um, oh, there was that One Direction. They put up that post the other day. I saw everyone sharing it. They're like, um, 10 years, like, keep ju- uh, stay tuned for tomorrow or something. Big news or, or whatever the fuck they posted. But everyone's gone nuts. I saw, like, all my primary school and all my high school friends <laughs> just wearing all their fucking One D merch. I'm going to start buying it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Harry... Bro, I'm, profit. I'm such a Harry Styles <laughs> yeah. fan. Like... Like I used to work with at the last company, Sam, he was, he got me, showed me that song and like I knew Adore You and that and then I started searching more of his stuff and like his latest album is just mad. Is this Harry Styles? Harry Styles, solo stuff. Like he's gone Um, like rock, he's gone like a very Mick Jagger type vibe. And he's, um, like a very stone, like a rock and roll type. It's it's good, man. Like he's, cause he's got a good voice and he's talented. I'm trying to think, he has that, I don't even know what the album's called. I don't listen to him that much, but yeah, he's that, he put out an album and I think the album cover is his back. Got problems. Oh no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Um yeah, we'll just share this one. <laughs> no, but I think the album covers of his back and I think it's like a pink background or something. It has Yeah, um, yeah that's what Adore You. That's what Adore You's mm. off. There's some there's some tunes on there for memory Hard. that I listen to. He's got one called Kiwi and then there's one yeah, called that's, that's, that's a mad song yeah. too, yeah. He's good, man. And then there's Only Angel, that's a good one. Mm. That kicks in, like their rock feels, but yeah. Shout out Harry Styles. The king. Yeah, if no. maybe we get him on here one day. Yeah. We'll contact if anyone knows him. Send him my way. When he's not getting chased down by... Uh, At Flow Power, we'll give him a t-shirt. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that, bro. Like, oh, this is something we can probably talk about. Um, the other day. So, we, so, a thing on our social media, if you've seen it, if you follow us on social media, shout, shout out Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, we posted a photo of Rihanna. Oh, yeah, here we go. And we photo like, I photoshopped our Flow hoodie onto her. And um, you, you've seen this, but I'm just telling the people. In case they didn't say it because he deleted his comment. But there was this random guy and I think he was a fake account but also not a fake account. Like he just had, it, it was just, just someone. It was just someone. Yeah. Anyway, someone with an irrelevant kind of comment and opinion. But yeah. Yeah, anyway, so we 
obviously know for a fact that Rand is not wearing flow. We're not even released our products yet. Like, there's just no we'd have, way. We'd have more than 650 followers if, if Rand was wearing our stuff. Yeah, 100%. But, um, yeah, anyway, so he commented, you guys, oh, he put the laughing faces, and I was like, all right, this guy's taking the piss. So just sending, like, a smiley face back, just being chill, being nice. And then he's like, you guys know this is fucking fake, right? And I was like, bro, I'd be surprised if anyone believed this was real. So like, just send back, what do you mean? But then he deleted his comment. What do you mean it's fake? Yeah. <laughs> just trying to stand stand above ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, well, I think we spoke about this in the last episode of the episode before, but you're always going to get people that dislike the shit. It's that you almost do. funny. You just got to learn to not laugh it off. Like you, like we said, you take it on board. And but that's just it makes you laugh because it's like thanks for like it's, it's like, like really thanks for being fucking obvious. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> shit. Fuck. Yeah, no, hard. It's, uh, and it's like that. Like yeah, some people just feel the need to talk when not needed. Yeah, but yeah, it's funny. It's funny. What's new? Oh, my brother-in-law said something to me. He's like, "What's the what's the worst thing you can say to someone?" Obviously, it was like really mean shit. But it's like in terms of just getting them to sit the fuck down. You're an inconvenience to be around. Yeah, That's or funny. or you can just say, um, "Speak when spoken to." <laughs> yeah, just when you say you're an inconvenience, like yeah. sit down. What about um? I was watching Hamish and Annie the other day, and um, how good's their fucking their? I was watching the stuff from like their early old shit. old. So yeah. the one where they do the parties in one weekend. No, they do I'm something not. like 40 parties in one weekend. Yeah, and I, th- I think it was on TikTok that I saw it. But anyway, so <laughs> they're like, um, oh, yeah, what's like, again, like sit down kind of phases or whatever. And it's just like, oh, whenever someone tells you a story and you feel like they're talking shit or you just want to make oh, a fucking Oh, the power scene. move. Yeah, yeah, power move is just like fucking huge if true. <laughs> yeah. There was one that <laughs> my was... Ba- my, uh, my missus is pregnant. Oh, bro, that's huge if true. <laughs> like There was one, there was one as well cool. and it was... When someone rocks up to your house, no, when you rock up to someone's house and they ask you to take your shoes off, don't. <laughs> like, just dumb shit like that. Just keep walking. That was, that was good stuff like that. Oh, I watched, um, you, you told me to watch it the other day, Um, Daddy's Home. I watched that. Did you, t- you told me to watch nah. it the other day? Oh. Was that one Will Ferrell, Mark Warbeck? Oh, wait, maybe you said Get Hard. Get Hard, yeah, that's a cracker. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, I thought it was Daddy's <laughs> Home, so I watched that last night thinking, oh yeah, Matt thinks this is funny, I'll give it a spin. Nah. And I was like... Yeah, it's, it's not bad. that good. Yeah, <laughs> get get hard, and the, the other guys is my favorite one. Mm. Will Will Ferrell, Michael Berg. What? Oh, it's at the end of this isn't even a spoiler because that movie's I saw last night. It's been out since 2015. So if you haven't fucking watched it, <laughs> what movie is this? Um, Daddy's Home. Yeah, right. Yeah, so if you haven't watched it, your fault. Spoiler coming. But anyway, so Mark Wahlberg's obviously bigger than Will Ferrell in terms of size, not height, just width. Stocky. Yeah, and um, so you've seen it, eh? think so yeah. i think i lost interest but i don't yeah. think i found that funny it's, it's not that it's not that great but anyway um yeah so mark Wahlberg is <coughs> need coffee <coughs> orange orange break too good don't start that asmr, <laughs> ASMR. Shit. <laughs> Bro, that shit scares me anyway but yeah um at the end of the movie so mark Wahlberg's obviously very intimidating to wolf arrow in the movie and then at the end john cena is like the new stepdad or whatever Gets off his bike, walks past Mark Wahlberg, and he's just fucking massive. Like, he's huge. Who, Mark Wahlberg? Cena. Oh, Cena, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised I could see him, but you just saw these floating fucking pit. Jabbing needles in his ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty funny, though. Um, we're just kind of steering off into diff- different yeah. topics. I was just thinking, like, fuck, I forgot what this <laughs> film <laughs> podcast I can't remember what we You're start. here talking shit about yeah. a movie no one cares about. Yeah. That's shit movie. <laughs> anyway, back to movies. Too. It's a mad movie I watched last night. Mm. Big short. Seen that? On oh, the 2008 I crash? I you think told you, told you me to watch that hey, <laughs> last week. Margot Robbie in the bathtub. Yeah. But no, that's a cracker. That's good. Yeah. Like, we tried to, me and Tash watched that. And Tash is like, I don't understand the terms. And I'm like, 
Oh, it's just like look at the amount of money in it. Do you know the something s- like five, tr- was five trillion dollars? Yeah. Do you, do you know the scene me. I was talking? So I think me and it was either me and Griefy or me and Dylan where we were talking about. I don't know if it was. No, I think oh, it's me, it was me, and Ka- me and Kyle. I think. Oh, Shardy, wasn't it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shardy, Shardy, Shardy. Shardy. Yeah. Shout out the accountant, Shardy. What yeah. a legend, That's eh? What, it was. That was what a legend. That's what it was that last Wednesday. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, last Wednesday, and then that scene I was telling you about where they should have made it a bit shorter, where Steve Carell and that um, guy's talking, and he's just like, "Go fuck yourself," or whatever. And it was like oh, yeah. really, really long. Yeah, that like the bloke who's the talks about making the synthetic yeah. CDOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, there's just like. Such a good movie. Mm. Such a good movie. Definitely yeah. check it out if you haven't watched it. It's got some it. big names in there too. Like um, it's got Christian Bale, Ryan Gosling, Margot Robbie, Steve Carell. Fuck, like that's pretty yeah. big names there. There's one more it's in there too. Um, but yeah, no, M- that's... Mila Kunis? Is that no, 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 actually not in there. But no, that's a, it's good. We watched it. I watched it last night. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. And, so money involved. and it's based off a true story. The amount of money involved, man. But um, I like, <coughs> as weird as his character is, Christian Bale, Mm. Like when he's just playing the jittery, you got the like the fake eye or yeah. whatever it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's, it's, if, you're, it's if you're into money or no, even if you're not, it's just got a good storyline. It's story just interesting. Like I like how they semi-narrate it on the way. Yeah, you know I, they turn and look and yeah. Oh, it's good. I'll come back to this in a moment. Yeah, or semi- yeah, they narrate it. It's mad. But um, I think it's interesting in a fact. Like I'm not in the stock market or anything like that, but it's just so interesting to work or to see like some gamblings it's, it's essentially it was a gamble oh, 100% so or, my, or yeah. anything really putting your money into is yeah so Christian Bale kind of done done this um, bulletproof he called it a bulletproof process where he's like I know for a fact everyone's going to stop paying their mortgages at this time or this year and so he put like 15 mil no it was 1.3 billion oh yeah 1.3 and then it went down he got down 19% in the company and then at the end of the movie he goes plus 489% yeah. and he cashed out like something like 2 billion or 20 billion dollars some shit yeah it's it 5 mil, 5 trillion dollar economy change that, over that, that his, oh his boss or the guy that was taking a, a leap of faith on him he's like give me my money back and yeah. all this and he's like I can't but anyway yeah that's mad, but yeah, it's a good movie. It's a very, very big, good It's movie. called The Big Short. It's got Ryan Gosling and all that, didn't it? But Je- Je- oh, the other one's is um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays a weird role too, but... Yeah. Oh, well, any travelling this year, mate? Uh, Not due to COVID, but yeah. I didn't have anything oh. planned, but I was going to... um. Actually, I did have something planned. I was meant to go to Thailand. Oh, yeah, that was soon, wasn't it? No, back in May, like when it first hit. Yeah, right. And then we're like, oh, do we go, do we not go? And then they're like, no. Nah. They just didn't give us the option, yeah. which is fine. Feels. But, um, yeah, like, I went to, like, last year was probably one of the greatest years of my life. And that's probably far-fetched to say because I'm only turning 22. But um, in terms of the stuff I experienced last year over in the States, that was... Yeah, that was... How long were you there for? Uh, 20, uh, 30, 35 days. Except for the time you blacked out drunk and don't yeah. remember anything, woke up in hospital. Yeah. That's yeah. another story, though, for everyone. Another story for another time, my friend, but um, <laughs> a story that we wish we could all forget. Yep. Um, it'll be a good, it'll be a good story one day. When one I to tell the kids. Kids and yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I got to walk through Elvis's house, play Johnny, well not play, but touch Johnny Cash's guitar. Go like listen to Elvis's first ever demo that he ever recorded. Has it been like me and you both being musos? Mm. How does that's got to be mad? Like I get the, the fact the fact that I was obviously doing music for a while, but the fact that even me, whether you're a musician or not, like I was with, I met a bunch of crazy awesome people who I still talk to now on the Kentucky tour I done, um, and like they love music, they're not musicians, but 
in a sense, like you're fucking walking through Elvis Presley's house. That's a big thing. Like, yeah, he's buried in his backyard with his family. Yeah, like, that's it's all he's great. And we'll, he has a squash court in his in his house, and that's where he fucking just cocked it and dropped. Like it's just it's nuts, bro. There's in they have like this um like this little walkthrough area, and it's just like his first crown set as a kid. Like his parents just kept everything, yeah. and like it's almost scary. Imagine keeping that, but then realizing what you've like, what your son's about to turn into. Like they didn't know they kept all that stuff, all his stuff, like his obviously birth certificate stuff like that was all framed up and everything. But like a crown box, bro. The amount of crowns that I would have fucking just gone through as a kid or pencils or whatever. Yeah. My parents wouldn't have kept that. Oh, crayon. Yeah, yeah, cr- right. Crayon. I mean, yeah. crayon. I no, was no, like, no. fuck. No, 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 not crayon. Yeah. Given it when I was a young kid. Yeah, royalty. But the guy who fucking was the king, bro. Yeah, but that's mad. That like, just imagine having that stuff and then, re- like, fuck my son's Elvis Presley. And then having mm. that. Fucking oath. Yeah. That's a pretty cool thing, eh? It's just crazy. And, um... Is that in Vegas? No, 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 that's in Memphis. Yeah, oh, yeah. Memphis is probably the coolest fucking place ever. Was that Tennessee, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee, yeah. yeah. Um, went to... Because I want to go to, like, New Orleans, like, South Blues and stuff. Yeah. Like, well, Mem- Memphis is blues. It's, like, the home of the blues. I love all that shit, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we went to, like, a blues bar after, and it was, there was this blind guy, and he was just, like, playing the harmonica, singing, like, crazy voice. Was it you? No. You were blind, but you <laughs> yeah, were I was blind. But I, yeah, you probably could have got me in the harmonica, but it wasn't yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but um, yeah, it was just crazy, bro. Like I mean, I think the the cool thing was um that probably around eighty percent of it was the people that I met, and twenty yeah, percent was the travel. Sad. Like it might sound weird, me traveling to the other side of the globe, but it's exper- it's experience, and not where you went. Yeah, like I did. I'm a massive believer in. A place is only as good as the people that you're surrounded by. Yeah, 100%. Like, you can be the best place in the world, but if you're alone... Oh, yeah. How, like many, how many times have you been, say, to a party, it's been shit, but yeah. you're at home in your lounge room with your mates and you had them, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, on that, not to that scale, but... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you said, yeah. But there's just, like... What about you, Barry? Like, where have you been? Oh, I went to Bali two years ago. So, I went on a cruise. For, my first overseas one was a 12-night cruise. Did, like, the Isle of Pines, um, <coughs> like, the... Caribbean type thing oh that yeah, was good yeah. like that was mad Isle of Pines is awesome went through that that was 12 nights is that the James Bond Island or not I'm not sure it's mm. got mad it's like powder sand clear oh, water okay. yeah. but went there and then when I was 18 <coughs> went over to Bali me missus and then Mitch and Tegan so two friends Yeah, that was a big one um, another yeah. story another time <laughs> yeah no that was good Yeah, didn't get locked up so that was good um, and then supposed to go to Europe I was supposed to go to Europe I've been in Europe now now I'm flying in, yeah. I mean, Dylan, my two best, so me, Dylan Griefy, two best mates, supposed to be over and doing Ibiza in Barcelona and Amsterdam and proper lads trip. We had ultra booked and Croatia sale. Like, what was your first when COVID hit? Were you concerned about the trip at all? In the like, like the the very brink of like, hey, this is happening. Like yeah. When I was back in America before it even hit Australia. To be honest, like when it kind of happened, because like my lowest point, like personally was around like february march and that was kind of when covid was coming in and after that like i had five weeks off going out drinking anything i was training just running like i had five weeks off any drinks and then i kind of after that i was kind of like not in the mood to go overseas and you know like get on it and have a big have a big one so i was like i was looking forward to it but i was also semi in the back of my mind like okay i I won't be i think you were saying the other day there like the time that you found out that it was roughly cancelling, that's when you, 
like you got in contact with me and you're like hey let's yeah stop. well like a it's, it's a blessing in disguise really yeah. like if i was in europe this wouldn't happen yeah you know what i mean like if covid didn't happen this wouldn't happen like with us but yeah like it's just i was as much as i would love to go the experience while i there would have been mad i'm also glad because i could i've used that money elsewhere and we started this like yeah. you know what i mean so that's it's a definitely a blessing like i'm happy now because like you know we're getting most of the money back and yeah. we can always reschedule like yeah holidays always be there 100%. so rather but like and, and we've started this but yeah it's been, it would have been an awesome trip like four weeks with my two best mates just causing havoc yeah so it would have been uh, one of, like dill probably would have got locked up but but yeah no it would have been good like would have been a mad trip but yeah like i said it's a blessing in disguise because mm. a few good things have come off the back of it um like this like changing jobs and starting this and you yeah. know well yeah if you're in europe right now oh you wouldn't be working that's right like and it was you, wouldn't just have, you wouldn't have had your first day today no nope. like, it's crazy but yeah again coming back to flow like it's a lot of it's obviously built around mental health but a lot of it's just like the flow state of mind like and how things just flow and are meant to <coughs> be like the universe i think and you and i probably talk about this quite a bit actually yeah it's like it just kind of will let the path take its path like yep. you're saying if you walked outside and got hit by a car that's what yeah anyway um yeah what's going on right now in terms of uh in terms of the footy what what, what are your what are your thoughts on everything that's going on with teams and well, injuries my and team's a bit how you going yeah they, um, how about cheeky the other night that was scary yeah. Michael had that seizure. Oh, seizure. That's, yeah. that's scary. Bro. You don't like to see that, eh? Yeah, no. no matter who it is, like you might hate players, but that's that shit's scary. Like put that. We'll that gave we'll me, near, gave me yeah. chills. Yeah. yeah, like you don't like seeing that. No. He was full knocked out and shaking, and it's just it's scary. His head just went off to the side. Like, eh? I've seen I've seen a couple of bad injuries personally on the field, like playing. Like just I saw I've seen a compound fracture of an ankle. I've seen a couple of bad KOs, like where you just buckle. Yeah, and like a couple of broken fingers. Like it just when you see it, it you just feels. You got, you got slammed by a belly, didn't you? Belly, belly, eye gouge me. Yeah, oh, but, that's right. but like, it wasn't a poke like this. He grabbed yeah. the back. Mark. Shout out, Cole Bell, you prick. <laughs> I was, I think I was. I'll tell yeah. the background story. So I think I was six, seventeen. Belly was in the 18s. and eighteens. I think folks weren't like doing too well. Yeah, uh, but Belly was just killing it. Like he played first grade the next year. He's yeah. a good player. And I think I was coming up from the seventeens, probably a bit cocky. Like I think I scored two tries in the game as well. Like just, I, ha- I was playing a pretty good game in the Bs. I come up and Belly didn't like it. And he was, he tackled me, and I, like I blew up. A eh? like I come up. I, Shit pissing out of my eye, like a water pissing out. I blew up at Belly, and Belly's like, "Oh, like, like nothing happened." And we weren't made sand. And then a couple of years later, like, yeah. now I just give it to him, and he gives it to me. But yeah, yeah, I'll probably get um get him and and Smitty on the podcast. But uh, yeah, they're doing good things, though. Yeah, I think they were saying, was it, it was them two? That was it. Him and Lockie, Smitty and Lockie, that started the podcast, or no, Belly and oh, Smitty. It's just yeah. chatting about sport because yeah. they're massive in NFL, yeah, and NBA. So. NBA starting back up next week. I'm so excited. Yeah, who's got, who's good? Like who's demanding that? Is there any favourites? Who's the favourite? Um, really, I don't really follow. I, I don't think know. I personally didn't start watching it this year, um, but I'm I only really watch the Grizzly games. Like they're they're just my team. John Morant. Is that Memphis? Gun. Yeah, John Morant. Ever since he came into the league, um, it's just exciting to watch and. I think that's why I enjoy. Like I've I've never watched as many manly games as I have since Kepi's joined. Yeah, once just because like, someone. Yeah, yeah I d- like obviously like we we grew up in high school with him, but just I love when even ch- you know Charles Nickel Cox yeah. yeah, watching him just like you re- you get attracted to players rather than teams. Yeah, yeah, more yeah more so to players. Obviously, I'm a Parramatta supporter, but 
in a sense of like I just love the process of seeing someone get better and better and yeah. better, like more experience. And I think that's why a lot of people dislike the troll Mitchell, but and obviously there's a lot of media. You can't go. Off it's hard if you know. You can't go with the media. Yeah. Like well, even I'm even David Fafita right now. Like I, I think yesterday or the day before, he just signed a three deals to Titans. Three and a half mil, wasn't it? Uh, three, three point five. Three point five, yeah. yeah. Three and a half. Fuck um, me. So what's that? One point one two ish. That's a lot of money, and yeah. he's nineteen. Uh, yeah, nineteen. So the way that I see that, and I was talking to the the boys at the pub on the weekend about this, is Titans uh, not your top eight, let alone top ten team. Like not at the moment. Yeah. Not at the, not at the moment. Back when Scotty Prince and all them, I think they got pretty close. Like Scotty Prince, who else did you have? Uh, they've never won a premiership, have they? No, no. They've only they only came in two thousand seven. For memory, I think it was two thousand. Uh, yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because because uh, he went there after Tigers, and yeah, 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 Tigers in 05. Yeah, yeah. So um, but the way that I see it is, given the state that the Titans are in right now, <coughs> um, I can't see David Feeder taking a loss on this deal. Like he's nineteen or nineteen, twenty, twenty-one ish, maybe. Let's just say, for instance, he is 21. I don't know his actual age, but he's very young, right? At worst, he's 21, 22. He's signed for three years. He Titans might not win a game for three years in it. Like, I think their last... There's that record that they broke this year. is like 260 games or 260 days without, without a win. And they beat the Tigers. Hey? They yeah, the and they beat the Tigers. Shout out Tigers. Shut, <laughs> shit. shut up. Yeah. Good. Anyway, um, <laughs> like he can literally play... Like he he could play good, but the whole like the team could just lose for three years straight, right? Yeah. But either way, he's coming out of that still very very young. He yeah. gets he's got almost settled for life kind of thing. Well, well they reckon they reckon you don't peak as a player till twenty six to like thirty. I don't think I don't think males stop growing until they're twenty six years old. Well, not even that. They reckon as an NRL player, you don't peak till you're like twenty eight. Yeah. So he'll he'll come out below his peak. And if say if Titans would have signed him, like they can sign him five years and he'll still only be thirty. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I think he's twenty. I think he's born in two thousand, so he's twenty this year. Yeah. So like, is he, like that's ridiculous. By the time he's finished, like finished up his contract, say he's twenty four, yeah. roughly. He's twenty four and he finishes his contract. The Titans haven't won any games. He hasn't had a lot of ex- not experience, but a lot of opportunity to show that he's been worth that money, right? Anyway, say he moves club. Say he goes. Say Melbourne sign him. Melbourne then have a very very uh, strengthy history of developing players and building up a team that is just a solid foundation to go on to top four, to go on to premierships, to go on to, yep. like, mo- half of the international side, half the Queensland side was from Melbourne yeah, Storm. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, and, and that's Bellamy. Like, yeah, Bellamy, uh, yeah. Um, but it's not hard to realise that Fafida can leave this deal with nothing but a win. He'll yeah. get money. Um, and, like, as long as he's, the passion still lies, even if he loses at the Titans, as long as he keeps that passion for fo- for football... And then say Melbourne bring him on. They they're like, all right, David's been playing really really well at the Titans, but he's just hasn't been supported by those high profile players like the Melbourne Storm have, for example. He will then be able to get further developed, whether Bellamy stays on or if another coach comes in. That's just not just as good. I think Belliac's probably one of mm. yeah very um, yeah, unique in the sense there. of how he trains his and coaches. Also, there's also that other aspect, but because if they if they punch him too hard. Like, if they smash him too hard, they'll, there's a lot of pressure on him. Mm. Like, so he can make, 
he could make 40 tackles every game, make 200 metres. As soon as he makes 35 and only 100 metres, yeah. oh, he's fucking shit. He's yeah. on 1.3. Like, you know, that's, you know what the media well, is I think like, I'm to a, fucking a, point a, the finger whenever they can. I think Ash Taylor, he's probably someone else. Like, obviously, he's... He's a huge underachiever. Yeah. Like, he's the most underrated player. And he's good. Yeah. Like, he's really he, good. He's good, but my personal opinion is, should he be on that money? I don't know. That's not... What's, what's he on? 1.2. Or one point one, I don't know, mate. It's it's one million something. I'm pretty sure for memory, um, when I was looking at things. But, um, in terms of pressure, like you look at Jared, someone like Jared Hayne, for example, he's very high quality player. This is back when he was obviously playing. He's not playing now. Um, he was playing 2009. Jared Hayne, obviously one of the best fucking like the best memories or historical moments was 2009 for Jared Hayne. Because he played out of his skin, and he was get, he was getting paid unders. So they made the grand final, then, eh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Then they lost, they lost the storm. Yeah, for the salary cap cheat. Anyway, another story for another time. But um, Jared Hayne decides to follow his passion in the NFL. Goes to NFL, uh, tries to make the team. Makes San Francisco Forty ers Decides to come back after things don't work out. Um, had a promise to return to Parramatta, which a lot of us were. Parramatta fans are upset about, but anyway, um, Titans are Titan for Titans for big money, right? Isn't supported by those quality players that Parramatta had previously, mm. and then just there's obviously stuff that happened with the coach. The coach got fired. Jared Hayne stayed. Then Jared Hayne left, and that, that was contradiction between the coach and Jared didn't get along, and because they were paying Jared such high money, the coach got pushed out the door, basically. Right. So, and then Jared <coughs> ended up leaving anyway. And I think a lot of people got caught in... And, and whether it was media speculation and that's what actually happened, I don't know. But in a sense of pressure, he was on such high money. He was around a not very high-quality profile team. And he just wasn't able to perform like that 2009 Jared Hayne. Yeah, Hayden. that's it. And then he... Plus he's also, what, eight years older? Yeah, yeah, eight, eight, yeah, 100%. So age yeah. is obviously a factor as well. But then you're asking for that money, people expect you to perform. And... Again, I only played fucking football till I was under 12, so fucking don't even bother listening to me. But in a sense of pressure, I think pressure got to hang. Oh, yeah, he then returned to Parramatta for even less money. The Parramatta fans weren't 100% like in love with him anymore yeah. because of that promise that he went against. But and then he went to rugby, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he went to the Sevens. PG no, no, no. Se- sevens was before he returned, and then Parramatta dropped him. So now he's not playing. That's, yeah, right. Yeah, he's not playing at all. Yeah, okay. I thought he was playing a club footy somewhere. Probably. But that's the thing, like, I think, uh, again, we almost saw the exact same thing with Latrell Mitchell, chase that money. And it's, if it's you're setting yourself up financially for life. My issue with this isn't the money side of things. It's just like, in terms of, and, and media make a massive deal of this as well. But if you are going to agree to be signed to a team for that money, you need to be a star player. Like, Dave Tafita... Being the money that he's on and, and the deal that he's just made, he almost needs to perform every single week. Yeah, and the only thing, and, but the other thing with the pressure, like I agree that you need to perform, but yeah. there's so much, like, how do I say it? Like, there's so much underlying stuff in the contract that we mm. don't call, like. We don't know, like, they have in their contract. Okay, you must complete ten minutes of media per thing. Yeah. You must do say like fundraise out of school. I don't know what it is, but yeah. they have so much. If you're on one million dollars, you're not just going. They don't say okay, make sure you. 
run 200 metres, that's it. Yeah. You have to be so much behind the scenes. So he's got to play at his elite level, then he's got to do a 10-minute interview, then go on the Matty John show, then tomorrow he's got to go to a school and do a clinic, and then he's got to go back to and training. And it's mentally draining. But oh. then he returns back to Titans, or he doesn't return. He goes back to playing with the Titans on the weekend or Thursday yeah. night or whatever. And it, I don't think that the Titans are going to be able to give him that <laughs> fundamental balance yeah. of being able to do the media stuff then going out and playing on a field and then losing. Like, he's just going to feel like... And then if he has one bad game, that, that resets his mental health and then he just you, goes you back watch, again. Like you watch him next year, first game. If he plays bad or he drops the ball, oh, yeah. m- like w- makes a few errors maybe here and there. The magnifying glasses. He on. will get fucking put under the microscope and blast it. But that's, that's the thing. Like, if you're seen as a high-quality player and you're asking for that kind of money... You, need to be you able have to, to almost, yeah, right. it's, it's almost an uh, obligation to be, like always perform. Yeah. And people have their off days. I'm not saying that everyone's perfect. And you don't get put to a CEO role to yeah, be home by two o'clock, well, you know what I mean? Like, I personally, yeah. in terms of, um, I think we spoke about this, Benji Marshall. So when he got dropped, I am not even a Tiger supporter, but I was vi- like, I was hurt and I'm not even a yeah, Tiger was, supporter. That was the only time I've ever like yeah. commented on shit like that blew up. Because blue. you've got a guy who's come in who's ma- done this flick pass in 2005 that's won you the grand final. He's done so much for that club inside and outside of the game. Golden boot. Yeah, he's returned back to the club to finish off his career and then you fucking drop him halfway through the season. I and he's not... I, I think... I was blowing up, but I think that's probably the smartest move Madge has done because now he's come back and he's playing great footy. Yeah. I think that was more of a... I think Benji might have done... I think Madge is a smart coach. He's not stupid. He's, like, he's coached Sam Burgess. He's coached like, John Sutton, mm. some good players. He's seen Benji's career. I reckon he's seen Benji maybe probably getting a bit too comfortable and thinking, like, I don't know if this is true or not. No, don't hold my word. But I think him being a professional coach, he's done this shit. I reckon he's seen Benji going, look, he's playing good, but I feel like he can get more out of him. He, Madge said he was going to make some dramatic changes. Dropping Benji, I think that's made Benji work hungrier. Yeah. And now he's worked his way back in the side and he's playing good footy. So I think maybe he just started to slack off a little bit and started to play like the players around him. And as soon as he got dropped, you know, he's come up, brought that star factor back and mm. he's killing it. Like, I think that's, I think, that's I think, all it is. Yeah. I, I don't think it's I, an I asshole. personally think there's another side to it. I think it's, again, around those high-profile players. Benjamin Marshall on that team has the most experience. Him and Chris Lawrence. Chris Lawrence is playing center, I think. If yeah, he just made it yeah. back in, yeah. He's yeah, come yeah. back from injury. Yeah. So he's come back. He's he's had a, a stint of injuries along the past mm-hmm. as well. But anyway, so Benji's like, say Chris Lawrence wasn't playing the time that Benji got dropped, right? Benji Marshall in that team is the most experienced player. He's not even on the most amount of money on that club, I don't think. No. Josh Reynolds uh, is. Well, yeah, Josh Reynolds. I think it's like 900K. Yeah. But I think in a sense of coaching and, and the management of the West Tigers, they need someone to point the finger to. They're not going to point the finger to it themselves and go, hey, like, you know, we fucked up. They're going to point the finger at someone who has the most experience and who is looked at as the high-profile player. Benjamin Marshall is probably one of the oldest people in that team as well, but he is still it considered one of the greatest people in that team for everything that he's done from his the start of his career all the way up until the current time now. He's remade the side, and again, what you were just saying, I think that's... He's come back and he's like, you know what? I'm going to really give it 125% because he wants to prove and, f- and finish his career off strong. But in a sense of, like, you have a few off games, like, and then you drop one of your best players. like. Mm, yeah, I don't know. But I, I'm like, I like, I look at that too and I'm like, oh, you can't drop him. But then I look at it like, well, at the end of the day, you're fucking playing first grade. If you're not performing, yeah. get out. Like, yeah. You know, it's not like under six to be like, oh, all right, he's done well, put him on. Like... I love Benji, but if Benji's not performing to what he should be doing, fucking get off and yeah. start again. Like, he's a professional player. Yeah. You know what S- I mean? See, when it comes to, like, state 
of origin and international sides, I think pick the player that's best in form. Like you've got um like Kiri is killing at the moment. Mo- Mitchell Moses for um Parramatta. I personally think that he was playing out of his skin, then he got injured. And then you started to look at um the Cleary. Cleary is playing unreal football mm. at the moment. But and now like M- Moses came back in on that chip and chase last Thursday, like and just played unreal as well. And then you're just thinking like and, and Brad Fittler has done this in the past. He picks off best form. If Moses wasn't playing in form but he's he's the recycling or like Mitchell Pierce, for example. He went up against a very, very strong Queensland side. So there's that. But also, I don't think he was also picked when he was in his best form. Um, or he was picked when he wasn't in his best form, sorry. Yeah. Where, I don't know, there might have been someone like, um, I don't know, who, who's been a halfback in the past? That was, uh, let's just say that, it, let's just say Andrew Johns was playing, right? And there was Pier- like Mitchell Pierce and Andrew Johns. Andrew Johns is playing out of his skin, but Mitchell Pearce is the go-to New South Wales halfback that goes in every single year. Mitchell Pearce isn't playing in form, but he still gets picked because he's just that recycling thing. Brother Fittler then comes in, and then he goes, you know what, Mitchell Pearce, thank you for your time, thank you for your service for New South Wales, but we're picking in form. Yeah. Nathan Cleary played last year for memory for yeah, halfback. He yeah, he did. If he's out of form this year, he's not getting picked this year. No. But hey, luckily for him, he is playing in form. But then Moses is also playing in form. So you've got that decision of, okay, yeah. who's who's going to give me the most consistency moving forward and going to help us take New South Wales to another championship kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. But, oh, yeah. That's why they're coaching on the big bucks. Yeah. I, like, I fucking love football. And anyone listening and even yourself, like, this is my opinion. This is how I statistically train my brain in a sense of how I see rugby league from everything from the media to plant like to watching it on TV, and again, I can have every single opinion under the sun, whether you agree with it or you don't. My opinion, but I'm not a footballer. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes 100. Um, percent Yeah, that's and that's the one thing I've learned from. Like, you learn to critique footy as you get older. Like as yeah. you said, you learn to critique it. But from me playing it and just being around mates who play it at a high level, yeah. you learn as much as like. So say I'm you're playing halfback and you throw a ball, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you should have thrown a short ball. I can say that to you, but you're playing eyes up at the end of the day. If yeah. you didn't say that, you didn't say it. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I was taught from young, just from, I think, just like early rep systems, just little local rep systems, was like, you play to a structure, but you fucking look up. Yeah. You don't just go catch, pass. Like, you look, if there's a hole there, you fucking run and you go for it. And that's one thing everyone's got to remember. Like, they're NRL players and they're first graders, but at the end of the day, they're playing in front of them. Yeah, if they 100%. don't see it, you don't see everything. You yeah. have the fucking lights, there's crowds, there's yeah. everything. Like, is they, if they miss a part, like, hit hit the target. But, like, they just play what's eyes up. And that's the biggest thing. Like, at the end of the day, they're human and make faults. Yeah. Like, and that's the one thing gotta, everyone's got to realise with f- football and sport is, fuck me. Like, they're not well, perfect. Well that, that's, yeah, well, that's one thing that probably over the past couple of years that I've stopped doing is fucking yelling at my TV going, fucking pass it left, pass it yeah. left. Like, one, they can't fucking hear you. <laughs> and two, like, I don't... Like, you have all these different um, structures and, and and ways that you play, like, all these different set plays and stuff. I don't fucking know that. Like, mm. I, I'm literally just a consumer of, like, NRL. Like, yeah. I'm a fan sitting on a lounge watching rugby league. Yeah. I don't know all their plays and stuff, so I shouldn't just go, fucking, oh, he should have gone left. He, sh- he should have kicked it instead of done this or yeah, did that. That's it. Like, again, I know what I am. I'm a fan of the game, and I'm a passionate fan of the game as well. And that's why I think, in a sense of... 
this conversation that we're having right now, I have strong views on certain areas, but I don't. I also I'm also very aware that I don't have a lot of education on a lot of different areas. Like I don't know what's going on with David Fafita behind the scenes. If yeah. he's had that discussion with his manager about, hey, this is what's going to happen with the pressure. Just be aware of it coming up, or whatever. You don't know these things. Has, he signed, has he signed it yet? He signed, yeah. Oh, he did, okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, if he hasn't signed, it could just be the media going. Yeah, yeah. No, well, no, we no, saw him meeting with... And, 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 who knows? and the media... The media can be great, but it also can be the worst thing. Oh, 100%. Like, I had to unfollow... I think it was Fox Sports. Just... Fuck, I just went nuts. Oh, they if, just other than Para, who do you put your money on to win? Um, I don't even put my money on Para. And, I, like, this probably sounds shitty if anyone else watching is a Parramatta fan, but I love to see them win. Don't get that wrong. I love to see them win a premiership, but I don't think you can really go past. I'm kind of on the fence about Raiders or Melbourne. I, I thought Roosters. Doing Radley up. Yeah. Um, if Roosters had their full squad, I think you can't stop them. But I like Raiders. Mm. Cause they, were there last, they got the taste last year. Yeah, they still got the strong squad. But the then Jack, again, Jack, they've, Jack they've, Jack they've, Jack lost, they've lost Hodgson. How long is he going for? But, but they got, that, they got that new young bloke. Yeah, but like Hodgson's, yeah, as you said just then, they've gone to a grand final last year. They've got had the that taste, taste that experience. But then, yeah, but then Hodgson. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I think that's, again, like we lost Moses and that there wasn't that much of a difference, but there was. But Jarfield played yeah. well. Yeah, Jarfield was playing, yeah, unreal as well. But um, you could definitely tell the power that played in the second half last week was completely different to the last three or, or two or three games they played the weeks mm. before. Um, and I'm a massive fan of Moses. I had him down for the Daily M before yeah, I like like it started. I like, him. Um, I like Harry Grant too. Yeah, Harry Grant's a gun, bro. He'll, he'll play... It will surprise me big time if Harry Grant doesn't get a hook off for Queensland yeah, this year. Yeah. He, he would t- what... You, you got McCulloch, who's got experience, or Jake, McCulloch, Jake, or Jake or Friend. McCulloch's gone. Or Jake Friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Jake Friend's got experience, but he's not playing Unreal. Yeah. Oh. And I, th- I think he might have just come back from injury as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because Sam Verrills is out now. Mm. But yeah, anyway. No, yeah. We're not experts, are we? No. We just have a passion uh, ju- for it. Just, have a, just having a conversation. This is just conversations yeah. we have. It's, like. what we're, it's literally as if we're sitting at a pub right now. Yeah. This, is what, this is what we're talking about at the pub. We have the footy on the pub. We'll have the footy on here. Yeah, ordering some pizza like we did last Thursday. I still haven't heard back from that. Oh eh? yeah, we rape seventy seven bucks yeah. from Uber Eats. Shout out Uber Eats, dogs. I emailed them, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. they didn't look back. So no, but yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's, it's again, this podcast isn't for everyone, and I I say this all the time. The stuff that I put on my social media isn't for everyone. The stuff they put on Flow, like that guy that commented, if you're if you don't want to see Rihanna in a Photoshop <laughs> fucking hoodie, that's up to you, bro. That's like, up to you. Yeah, chill. Uh, but yeah, thanks for watching or watching and listening to this episode. Um, if you guys found some value in it or you like just listening or watching to it, um, be sure to uh, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, follow our page on Instagram and like us on Facebook. And uh, Go to West Tigers. <laughs> Sorry. Beauty. Finish your yeah. fucking finishing thing, whatever it is. Finishing. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks, Legends.